Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a moment to head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list and I'm always sending my email list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes, tips, and hacks. Lots of good stuff. So head on over to www.eva.fit. In today's episode, we're going to talk about making better food choices to support your weight loss. This is important because the only way to lose weight permanently is to make sure that whatever you're doing is sustainable forever. That's why you'll always hear me say, Diets don't work. Restrictions, deprivation, willpower, none of that shit will work in the long haul. It might get you results temporarily, but they won't last. And you'll probably be miserable the whole time. So what's really the point, right? The way that I teach weight loss is centered around mindfulness and being intentional. Because those two things put all the power right back in your hands. And in turn, it teaches you how to trust yourself, how to honor yourself, and how to love yourself. So even when I give my clients meal plans, I always say, use it as a reference guide. Use it to give you new ideas, new recipes, as a way to change up your patterns if you're stuck in a plateau, as opposed to being something that you must follow to the T or else. Because the thing is, most of us don't like being told what to do. And if you're anything like me, the emotional child in me likes to rebel whenever somebody tells me what to do. So by coming up with your own list of foods and your own food plans, also known as food protocols, you're able to empower yourself. When it comes to choosing the foods that you should eat, instead of thinking about all the foods that you can't eat or you shouldn't eat or that you think are, quote, bad or quote unhealthy, I want you to think of them as foods that fall under one of three categories. Good for me, better for me, or best for me. This is known as the good, better, best method. I actually learned this in my marketing class back when I was in college, like a hundred years ago. And the same strategy can actually be used when it comes to categorizing food, because what it does is it takes out the binary approach of good versus bad. The reason why this is important is that oftentimes we think that if we eat something, quote, bad, then that means that we are, quote, bad. And this only adds to negative self-image, negative self-worth, guilt and shame spirals, and none of that is going to help you lose weight. Instead of focusing on the foods that you can't have, let's focus on the foods that you can have. Focusing on the things that you can't have is what leads to feelings of deprivation, and that's not going to sustain you for long. Eventually, you'll get tired of feeling deprived, and you'll just say, fuck this shit. Remember, the goal is to choose foods that you can eat 
that support your goals and that you can follow for the long term. The first step is for you to categorize the foods that you normally eat into three categories, good, better, and best. Good foods are foods that taste good. And that's it. They probably don't have a high nutritional content, but you like eating them because they taste good, like french fries, nachos, ice cream, bread, wine, pizza. They just taste really good. Better foods are foods that taste good and can help you lose weight. So think of substitutions like baked chips instead of regular chips, baked or air fried french fries instead of french fries fried in oil, frozen yogurt instead of ice cream, cauliflower pizza instead of regular pizza. Best foods are foods that taste good, help you lose weight, and make your body feel physically good. Because if you really think about your favorite indulgent food, if you eat too much of it, you will not feel good physically. Whether it's because it's high in sugar or high in flour or high in chemicals, it won't make your body feel its best. So best foods can be fruits, vegetables, lean meats, basically natural foods that aren't man-made or processed in a laboratory can go in this category. These foods give your body the proper nutrients that it needs, basically the best fuel for your body. Now you might be wondering, where do we put the bad foods? And the reason why I don't want you to harp on bad or unhealthy, and I'm putting bad and unhealthy in quotes this entire episode, you just can't see them because it's audio, is because that puts you back into the diet mentality. That puts you back into this battle of wanting to restrict and deprive. And then you start to feel out of control and then you overindulge and then you feel shame. And it's a cycle. It's a cycle that we need to break. Food is just fuel. Food is neutral. So if it's neutral, it can't be bad. It's just food. And you get to choose what feels better for you when you eat it. For example, I have a client who can't eat broccoli, not because she's allergic, but because it makes her feel bad when she eats it. Unfortunately, she likes broccoli, but eating broccoli is not good for her. So essentially, broccoli is, quote, bad for her. But broccoli is not a bad food. It's just bad for her because it doesn't make her feel good in her body. I have another client who didn't realize until she started doing a food journal and submitting it to me that her body really didn't like red meat, but she'd been eating red meat her entire life. And she was having the same reaction every time she would eat it, but she wasn't cognizant, right? She wasn't conscious that that is why she always felt groggy and this fogginess and all of that. She didn't realize that it was because of what she was eating. So I want you to start seeing food from that lens instead of good versus bad. Ask yourself, how does this food make me feel physically, not emotionally, but physically? So by allowing yourself to eat foods that you actually enjoy eating, you're teaching yourself how to be confident around your food choices. 
you're teaching yourself that you can control yourself if you're not trying to deprive yourself. And when you can control yourself, you're more in tune with your body's cues. You start to trust your body. You start to trust yourself. And you learn that food is neutral. Specific foods don't cause you to be overweight. Overeating those foods because you haven't been taught how to eat them, because you feel like you can't control yourself around them, is what causes you to be overweight. So make your three lists. And once you have your list of good, better, and best foods, the second step is going to be planning your meals ahead of time. Why? Because number one, it takes out the guesswork, the oh my gosh, what am I going to eat for lunch? I'm so hungry. Let me go to the drive-thru, right? Making decisions ahead of time uses the part of your brain that has your best interests and isn't making emotional or impulsive decisions that sabotage your weight loss goals. It's really easy to forget your goals and your whys and all that shit when you've had a stressful day, when you've been using your brain power to make decisions about work or life all day long. The last thing that your brain wants to spend energy on when all this other stuff is going on is what to eat. So it's going to choose the easiest, most convenient option, which is probably not going to make you feel good physically. Your brain is going to want to choose the path of least resistance, which might not be the best choice in the moment. And I talk about this a lot in episode 36. So if you haven't listened to episode 36, make sure you listen to that episode. Make your food decisions ahead of time. The more you allow yourself to plan to eat the foods you actually like, learn to eat when you're hungry, learn to stop eating when you've had enough, the more control you'll start to have around food in general. And this is how you stop overeating, overindulging, and how you start to lose weight. It's so much more simple than following a complicated diet, than counting calories, weighing and measuring your foods, and having to memorize a list of all the restricted foods in the world. Now, when you first do this, you might find that your list under the good category is a lot longer than the list under your better and best categories. And that's okay. If you're not overeating them, you can still lose weight. If you're only eating when you're hungry and stopping when you've had enough, you will lose weight. Remember, it's overeating that makes you overweight. It's not the foods that you're eating. It's that you're overeating those foods. If you're following your hunger and your fullness cues, you will not overeat. So this exercise is going to allow you to see what foods you want to be building your lifestyle around with a strong emphasis on what foods will make your body feel its best. If you notice that all the foods on your list are in the good category, so meaning foods that only taste good but aren't necessarily giving you the proper nutrients your body needs, well, now you have data points. And you know I love data points. So that means that now you can start to experiment with different foods or with substitutions. One thing that I recommend to a lot of my clients who love bread and love eating sandwiches every day is switching from regular bread to Ezekiel bread since it doesn't have any flour. That simple switch has made a tremendous difference in many clients of mine who just love bread. Literally switch to Ezekiel bread. 
You can also think about substituting ghee instead of butter or canola oil, stevia instead of table sugar, sparkling flavored water instead of soda, spaghetti squash instead of pasta. Those are just some suggestions, but you get to play around with your options, right? Now that you have a list, you get to start putting new things on your list and seeing how they make you feel. And it's so much easier to brainstorm when you're looking at your list on paper instead of it all living in your head. I want you to see that at the end of the day, losing weight is all about choices and making the best choices for your particular goals. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be restrictive. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It starts with being intentional and choosing what's best for you. It's choosing you. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.